Cheers. Welcome back to the third installment of Brick House. Season one, episode three. I'm Joe Brennan with... Andrew Passaro. Say your fucking name. <laughs> and a special guest, Joe Casanova. Welcome. Welcome, Joe. Glad to be here. Yes, today is a very special episode. Uh, it is the year in review, where we review music, movies, life events, and the time that Andrew almost had to cut his knee off. Yeah, that did happen. Uh, <laughs> in case you, in case you weren't aware, um, so this was this was the first weekend Joe is back in New York. I think first weekend, right? I want to say first weekend, first or second, know. first or second. I was back. So you were back. We all went out to uh, we went to this bar in Lower Manhattan called. Uh, down the hatch. Yeah. And it was... No, that's bad. We had a few pictures. We, okay, first of all, we didn't have just a few pictures. We had... The entire bar was half off for, for happy hour. And then... So we had like three beers. And then there was like 15 minutes left in happy hour. No, no, no. no it was 17 minutes left in happy hour. I remember this. <laughs> and I you, love the specifics. And you come back You come back with a, uh, with a pitcher of Rolling Rock, which we had been drinking all night. And then... I decided I should go get a picture of Rolling Rock before happy hour ended. And then our other friend came and also got us a picture before we left the bar. And I woke up the next morning. And we went from zero to six. We went, yeah. And then Denny and I went to another bar after down the hatch. I think I left, which you was went home. the right decision. You went home, definitely right decision. Probably a good move. Yeah, mature Joe. Uh, I woke up in the morning with, like, two scrapes on my knee and, like... They hurt really bad in the shower, and I didn't do anything other than that. And then by Tuesday, I could barely walk. And this is why you need to date a nurse. You're probably not wrong. Like, general maintenance of my, like, life is necessary. Like, I do need a little bit more of that. Yeah. But so he calls me after getting, I was in uh, Forest Hills. I was getting some tacos at Five Burrows. And he calls me. He's like, yo, I think I'm going to go to the hospital tonight. Can you come? <laughs> uh, I'll let you know, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, so I went to the hospital by myself. T- t- best part of 2018, let me let me tell you. This year of you. But he lived, and he still has both his legs. I do have a scar, though. It's It doesn't look good. It, Is it there forever kind of scar, or it's going to go away? I think it might be there forever. You have to make a really good story, because... Scraping your knee is not yeah. badass. The best part about scraping my knee is I don't know I don't know when it happened. You just didn't wash your knee. I well yeah, but like I don't remember brushing. You had my- <laughs> a whole picture in like fifteen minutes. I mean, anyway, we digress. <laughs> let's let's talk about what we're actually talking about, not just me dying in the year twenty eighteen. It's been a big year for everything. Um, we started this podcast. Joe and I both moved to New York. Um, now back we, to New York. Yeah. Well, you back to me yeah. to New York. Uh, we started hanging out with this kid as our bartender from time to time. Tip your bartender. <laughs> what? I just tipped him. Oh. <laughs> That's the tip. Let's acknowledge the uh, elephant in the room. We we came here to talk about music. There was a shit ton of music that came out this year. We've got we're in the middle of an insane rap beef between Kanye and Drake right now. I wouldn't call it insane. I call it petty. Oh, it's incredibly petty. It's it's They're always petty. I mean, yeah. Until someone gets shot, it's it's not insane. First of all, I don't think any of these any side on this rap beef has listened to "What's Beef" by Biggie Smalls because, according to Biggie <laughs> Smalls, it's definitely not beef right now. But I digress. So we brought in Joe, other Joe, not Joe Brennan, Joe, Joe Casanova, Joe. Call me JoJo for now, just okay. to, to, for clarification. Yeah. <clears throat> nice, easier. We brought in JoJo because every year around this time of the year, uh, you post on Facebook. 
a list of your favorite albums of the year. And it's not always 10, it's not always 5, it's just like, hey, here's a bunch of music I like this year. And like every year I go through that list and it's like, oh, that was a really good album. That was a really good album. And it's like it's always a solid list and oftentimes it's usually nothing that was top 40. It's always nah, yeah. almost all the time. I almost sometimes struggle to find something like that was more mainstream to put on it cuz I don't want to be like I don't want to seem like that's all I listen like I listen to like a little bit of everything, but I guess the music that's most valuable to me is like more, I guess, underground. No, but that's I respect that because we're in a time frame right now with where where rap is such a, a the forefront of the musical world, and I have a lot of hip hop albums on my top of the year, but I still love rock, and like I go hang out at your bar. And every single time you're putting on music that I've never heard of, it's usually rock, alternative stuff. And it's like, this is really good. Why isn't this being played on the radio? The idea that rock and roll is dead is the dumbest thing, the dumbest argument I I can't handle right now in, in musical criticism. We'll talk about that on another show. Yes, yes. But let's get into it. You guys, you guys, we're going to do a, we're going to do a top, you guys are going to do top 10 albums. You guys put in a shit ton of work. These are the, probably the two people I know who listen to... I had to think about this. I, well, yeah, but we think about I all probably, of them. I probably could have put a little more effort into it. But. <laughs> I, de- I definitely could have put I digress. I definitely could have put more effort into this. Let's let's be real here. You two listen to a, like, a lot of music. Like Music is the number one thing for you guys. And I, I mean, you know where I work and you know what yeah, else I, I, I I'd probably say like breathing, um, like at least four hours of sleep, and then music. Yeah, that's like fair. My, I'm not gonna lie, that sounded amazing in the headphones. It it sounded real good. <laughs> sounded real good. Right, let's send it. Let's toss it over to the man of the half hour, uh, Mr. Jojo. Why don't you start us off with some of your uh, your favorite music from the year 2018? Sure. So I, t- I tend not to want to like put a list as far as like what was my favorite because it's always changing. But the list I have. Say, started with Snail Mail. Um, album was Lush. Really cool record. Um, it's different than the first EP she put out, where she like got discovered. Wasn't she only like like twenty years 16. old? Sixteen. She's only eighteen now. Damn. The first EP was just like open tuning, nice sounding, and like indie rock. And this record is like a change from that. So it was really cool to see how like someone could like really just want to like write a record especially like, at such a young age yeah she got discovered right place right time um so i, th- I thought it was really cool wasn't my favorite record but i thought it was really well done it's been ian sweet i think they're like brooklyn based uh record was crush crusher very cool band haven't seen them live yet but definitely back them they're more like dissonant indie indie with a question mark indie punk rock whatever Okay. Super sick. Um, then I move on to Avlov, one of my favorite bands. We were listening to them pre-podcast. We were just kind of hanging out here, drinking some beers, getting things ready, and yep. they really fit the mood. It's really good fuzz rock. Super. Could listen to that record front to back. Record's called True, capital T-R-U. It appears that Avlov got back together. Apparently. That's apparently. A good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, I just want to be in a band like that. Just like drop D. So Av- Or whatever they play in. 
You guys want me to do my whole top ten, or you want to riff with me? No, no, go for Just it. Go for yeah, go for your Just top go ten. For go, for go for it. Go for it. Go for it. And we're gonna we're gonna like comment on it as it goes all right we're we're putting our one sentence so yeah i'll laugh sick everyone should listen to i'll laugh um i guess the next one i would go on to would be this band fourth wanderers female fronted in iraq but they're like all in college still from like suburbs of new jersey one of the good things about new jersey suburbs one of the good things yeah super awesome band i've been watching them since like they first started and They've really come a long way. I think that they went on a hiatus all of a sudden. But, yeah, they just dropped their full length this year, and it was super You turned me on to them back with the song Fuck. Nice song. 2016 or 2016. I like that. Yeah. That was... It's really good. This is where it plays. Very good. I think... I don't know. I think my roommate turned me on to them because he knew someone because he's from a town right near them. And... It reminded me of reminded me of Atlanta Talk in a weird way. My favorite band. Weird. So yeah, and then uh, Culture Abuse came out with a really sick record. They're from the Bay Area, um, San Francisco. I heard about them because I just kept seeing their name pop up like for a while, and then I finally checked them out, and I was like, oh wow, this is like really good, like catchy punk rock. Like, I think they like, played the Knockdown Center. A few months ago in Queens. Yeah, they played at some Thrasher event. Yeah, with the yeah. was I it Gorilla that. Biscuits that played that? Gorilla Biscuits. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the record was called Baydream. It was a, a lot more produced than their like older stuff, but still really catchy and like lots of hooks. I definitely back their band. I think their lead singer has partial Down syndrome. Oh wow, which is interesting. Wow, that's pretty cool that he can like express himself as a lead singer. That's amazing. That's it's just partial. I don't think it's full, but regardless, yeah. still like that's a weird struggle that a lot of people don't know about. So. Absolutely, being a punk yeah. band, that's pretty. Can sick. you? I never saw what it looked like, but can you like notice? I don't think so. Not really. Hmm. Maybe vaguely. Interesting. I don't know too much about it, but I I, I found that out and I thought that was really interesting. So great band, Culture Abuse. Definitely check them out. More rock sided things. The Sidekicks played a couple shows with them. Wait, seen, wait, wait, wait. Did you say played a couple You played shows, shows with the sidekicks? Mm-hmm. Scout? Uh, sh- Shelly? Scout Boys. Scout, Scout Boys. Boys. All right, yeah. first of all, first of all, JoJo, former member of Scout Boys, a band that Joe and I used to play on our radio show back in the day. Put out a couple, so flattering. Put, put out a couple uh, EPs that we... With some, with some bangers such as... Uh, 720 Blaze It was always my personal 720 Blaze It. <laughs> Christ there off the Broken Bridge. Also a great one. But my personal favorite, I'm a... Well, my favorite name. I'm, I'm a cactus. cactus fuck fucking me. kill me. I'm right a cactus. I'm a, I've played. I'm a cactus. Fucking kill me on my iPod so many times. I listened to that song yesterday, actually. Yeah. I haven't listened to our music in a while. That song holds up. What was the last? Song Nothing happened it? yesterday. Oh yeah. Uh, Nothing important. Happened Nothing yesterday. important. Nothing important happened yesterday. Was also the name of an X Files episode. Literally nothing happens in the episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so mad that The X-Files is no longer on Netflix because I was like ready to commit to it and then they fucking took it off. They're coming out with another new season. I'm okay with it. I love David Duchovny. He's so good. I don't think he's going to be in the new one, which is where I have bombs. They can't call it The X-Files. Call it The the Y-Files or The the Z-Files. First of all, The Y-Files definitely sounds like someone investigating why they don't have internet, not the existence of aliens. It's true. Uh, okay. It has to have that guy from uh, the Ancient Alien show with the crazy hair. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. He's sick. He's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of his. Mainly the meme that generated because of him. But Yeah, where he looks I can't even fried. tell you his name. Yeah. 
I can't either. Alien guy. Um, so I'm going to finish this list off. Um, pretty recently, I had to add it to my list. Uh, I found out this band, Drug Dealer, formerly Salvia Plath, and another band. Hold on. Um, so it's kind of a super isn't, group? Isn't Salvia Plath the... Sylvia Plath. Sylvia Plath is... <laughs> Salvia is something different. Um, is it Sylvia Plath? The artist that our friend from college, Carrie, who wanted to shout out on an episode, has a tattoo of her on her thigh. Correct. Oh, Sylvia Plath? Yeah. She has a tattoo yeah. of Sylvia Plath's face. face. Like, huge on her thigh. It's, it's like it's badass. Inches. It's like eight inches long. It's, it's fucking huge. That's dope. Yeah, it's a cool tattoo. She got It was really well done. Shout out. I hope so. Shout, shout out, out Carrie. Shout out Carrie and Danny because they wanted one according when I put this on Twitter. Carrie was like, we better get a, a shout out on an episode soon. So uh, check that off the list. Go back. Sorry. Cheers, y'all. Yeah, so uh, I found out about him because I only this year discovered this uh, this group called Bad, Bad, Not Good. And when I don't know what to put out at the bar, I don't want to just keep adding to a queue of songs. I just put on Bad, Bad, Not Good radio. Hand up, can confirm, good time. I, I was so late to the Bad, Bad, Not Good train. Everyone, fucking everyone should listen to Bad, Bad, Not Good. It really goes Even really- if you don't care about jazz, uh, it's just like... Well, a lot of their stuff is like jazz hip-hop. It's just... It's just beats. Yeah. But, like, very intricate. Goes or, really well with cheap tequila and low-quality key alcohol and, and and low like, quality beers. Yes. It's great hangover music when you're making breakfast sandwiches in the kitchen. I could fuck to them. I could eat breakfast to them. I, yeah, I could do anything. I don't know about driving because I might fall asleep. Maybe. Maybe. Not only because they're boring, but you just zone out. Yeah. Like but it's yeah. not good for driving. No. No. It gets me in a good work mood. It makes my brain all crazy. Like it makes me feel like I did cocaine <laughs> if I would know what that feeling was like, but I don't. Um so the record's called End of Comedy. Um super like sixties influenced music. Definitely hear about like a mix of like more modern psychedelic music and then like I don't know, like some Beatles, John Lennon, Neil Young. This super is great. The bad, bad, not good album. No, no. This is the drug oh, dealer album? Yeah. He okay. kept coming up on the radio station, so I was like, oh, this is really sick. And I checked out the record, and I got to see him a couple weeks after I discovered him at a, a little festival. So, love Drug Dealer. Definitely one of my favorite records this year. End yes. Of comedy. Go out there and support Drug Dealer. <laughs> Your local drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, drug Dealer, one word. Um, yeah, so I already talked about the sidekicks, right? I don't think you did. Did we? We did. We did. Yes. We did talk yeah, about sidekicks. We did. Yeah. I don't know if I said the name of the record, but it's called Happy Desires. It's an amazing record, front to back. Everyone should check it out. Super Happiness Hours. Happiness Hours. By the band Happiness. No, the Sidekicks. Oh, the Sidekicks. <laughs> Joe, how drunk are you? Yeah, what the fuck, Not. dude? Not. All right. Yeah. So I, I guess I seem to have added a bunch of like records that I had just found out about or bands um, when I was thinking about this list. But uh, I found out about this guy named Fog Lake. He's from, like, Newfoundland. Uh, he just, like, writes music in his basement and then, like, sometimes plays live, which I think is cool. Just, Goals. like, putting out music. It's kind of like what I – that's my goal. It's like, write music alone and then be like, find your friends and be like, you know, guys, you want to play these songs with me? Uh, super just, like, bedroom, lo-fi, kind of, like, not downer, but just, like, it's pretty moody. It's definitely, like, couldn't listen to it all the time, but, like, it's uh, really well-written. Cause I it's, fuck with that, though. Like, it's still, that, like, like, pop music, honestly. Like, you still need that, though, because I don't want some... Like, there are certain music, there are certain albums and certain artists that I can listen to any place, anytime, anywhere, 
but there are also other artists that I really appreciate for being there for you in those moments when it's like I don't know what to fucking do right now. I'm gonna put on this and let the, let my brain just wander with this. Yeah. Exactly. We're people, so like we, I hope I hope we experience all different emotions. So like. I can't listen to Jizzle all the time, or I can't listen to Bad, Bad, Not Good all the time. No, no. Like, there yeah. has to be those days where I put on Foglick or Elliot Smith or yeah. Transatlanticism. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely a mood, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to be listening to him all this year, too. Like, I'm super stoked to uh, see what else his other records sound like. So I really Record dug that song, uh, Dinosaur. Yeah, Dinosaur. Yep, that's the first track on Captain. Uh, super awesome record. I got two more records, uh, or three, I guess. Um, found out recently also about this band, Melody's Echo Chamber. They're like a French psycho pop rock band. Uh, super, super awesome, like pretty intricate guitar riffs most of the time. But um, And they're like intertwined with Tame Impala, right? Yeah, yeah, so... The lead, um, the lead singer Melody was dating one of the guys from Team Impala, and he helped produce both the records that they put out. Um, the record's called Bon Voyage. Super, super fun record. Um, it's got a lot of energy, but also like it's kind of stoned out as far as like the uh, aesthetic of like the records. Definitely, and if psychedelic. You, if you like psychedelic, definitely check out so. the music videos for the the singles on the album. They're, yeah, I still need to check those out. They're. Uh, Interesting? Yes, to say the least. Sounds fucking dope to me. And then, last two records, I got this band, Howdy. It's, but it's like, like always, like, does it, like, H-O-V-V-D-Y. They put out a record called Cranberry. Uh, super, super cool record. Reminds me of, like, warm weather, but I think, I feel like it was written in the winter or something. It's, like, pretty moody, but still, like, kind of upbeat. Kind of like uh, in the same vein of like Whitney, okay. If less, yeah. less like less country influence going on though. More just like kind of indie rock. Um, super awesome band. Howdy. That's H O V V D U I D U I. Yeah, like how always. Yeah, does it? Well, not everyone knows always. I don't know always. So. Oh really? Yeah, they're solid. I'd probably like them. It's, Female vocals. Yeah, yeah he, and yeah, the last record uh, I want to talk about was Courtney Barnett's. Uh, Tell me how you really feel. Uh, first of all, I just want to declare for for posterity on this podcast because we haven't talked about Courtney yet on the pod. We're all big Courtney fans, absolutely. Like, like I have, she has a great voice, uh, fully backed. Now, oh, now you're fully talking, backed. Fully, this, this podcast is 100 percent a Courtney Barnett uh, stand podcast. So if you want to, if you want to talk shit about Courtney, you can pull up and and we can fight. Like I feel like no one's talking shit about her. I and don't, if they are, then. I, I, I'm just saying I'm ready to go. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Like Joe, I'm, Joe has a, a point and shoot on him right now. He's <laughs> he's ready to go. <laughs> I don't have anything to say besides the fact that I like that the name of the record's fucking dope. And first of all, has Courtney put out an album that, that has a name that's not fucking dope? No. Like she's got great use of words. Great use of words. Very good wordplay. I mean, I feel like she could read the newspaper. I would love over it, her like music, and it would be beautiful. Courtney Barnett, if you're listening to this podcast, I would love to produce a podcast of you reading the newspaper every day. Hey, I will edit the shit out of that. Three six five. Yeah, three sixty five. Even on Christmas, man. She's like in Australia, po- mate. We're be- I'll, I'll move to Australia for Courtney Barnett. Fuck yeah, I'll move to Australia. And Christmas is warm in Australia. I get down with that. Yeah. Bring down with that. I back it. So I'm. Pr- I talked about uh, all my favorite songs, but I guess I just. Yeah, you want to riff? I mean, 
Joe, it's I have one list. more record, but I already did 10, so it's like, it doesn't matter. It's just, just a song. Say yeah, what's, yeah, your, what's, your, your, last, um, what's your last Call song? it your... I think, yeah, group. it's like, I was listening to this song like 10 times a day when I first heard it. Um, Span Mothers came out with the record. Uh, they're from Georgia. They put out a song called Pink off of the record. You showed me that album. Uh, it rips. Render Another Ugly Method. Yeah. Uh, Is that what yeah, the music man. video where it just zooms in? Yeah. In, like the waiting room? Yeah. Like uh, just, I don't know. It's like super moody, like '80s punk rock song. Like I don't know. It just makes me like feel so many different things every time I listen to it. That's uh, important. It's super sick. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. I get the feeling that I want to break something, and then I don't break anything. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's like, I want to break something, but I don't do anything about it. <laughs> so I'm thinking too hard. <laughs> but yeah. Um, that's all I got. Salad. Very, very good list. There's a few in there that like I I need to explore more. There's a lot on the list that I'm gonna explore more of. But uh, I'm like, still exploring them, honestly. Like we said earlier, um, Joe usually has songs and bands that we've never heard of that most of the time are, you know, guaranteed winners. Guaranteed winners. Yeah. Appreciate Classic. that. I can thank Spotify for that. Spotify's the shit. It's kind of crazy how much Spotify can kind of suck as far as what it does for a lot of its artists, but also helps me find so much music. That it's I a necessary have. evil. Yes. I, I started paying for it this year. Um, shout out to Spotify. Yeah, shout out to Spotify. Sponsor the pod. <laughs> Spotify, sponsor the pod. And PBR. <laughs> yeah, PBR. The chosen beer of, of, of the pod. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, bubs. I'm definitely editing that out. Thud. <laughs> All right, Joe, Brennan, you put up top, top, a top ten list together, and last week you sent me a, a playlist on Spotify, and you go, here's my here's some stuff from 2018 that you need to check out and formula, formulate your own top ten list, and I was a lazy piece of shit and didn't do that, which is why I'm going to supplement my music playlist with uh, some, some – because as we know, I watch too much television and too many movies. Big screen time guy over here, so I'm going to throw in some of those. In, in supplemental for, for the That's music. That's perfectly fine. Um, so, but I want to hear your top ten, and give me number ten. All right, here you go. Number yeah. ten on my top ten albums is... You rated them as far as, like... I did. Greatness? Yeah. Wow. Oh, well, not greatness. How much I like them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I will, disclaimer, there are some albums on the list that are better than others, like, where they're placed, but this is just how I... How yeah, I vibe yeah. to them. Like yeah. How I like them. Let's go. Yeah. So my like number that. 10 album of the year is the Soccer Mommy album, Clean. That's so, dude, it's so good. I was uh, sitting on my desk in uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania on Friday night in January, I think. And the album cover came up on my Spotify. And I was like, this looks like sad music. Play. <laughs> <laughs> and Let's go. <laughs> it was sad, but it was beautiful. So like, I just listened to that for the first, some of those tracks for the first time today on the train home. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah. It's just, it's... Yeah, it's rock, it's so and it's intimate, indie, it's but it's yeah, intimate is the best word. But like the track "Cool" on that album, it's, it kicks ass. Like it's so fucking badass. Really good riff. Yeah, and like I love at the end, it just like kind of like fades out and like gets like slower and slower, and then just right into your dog. So I think she's twenty years old too. I think she's like twenty. Yeah, yeah maybe nineteen when she wrote it. So banging, banging album number nine, the Black Panther soundtrack. There's I have a Black Panther story. Okay, but tell your talk about the Black Panther soundtrack. Did, what, did Kendrick like produce it? He had a lot of involvement. He either produced it. He's on most of the tracks on it. It's yeah. him and J Rock. J Rock, yeah, and like I think uh, Schoolboy Q's on it. Yep. Um, Scissors on a track. Scissors on it. Yeah, like it's it's like an all star lineup. 
I was really happy to hear that it was nominated for a Grammy this year. Because, like, dope. I feel like the Grammys don't really acknowledge rap albums with, like, the big categories. I feel like the Grammys don't Let alone get it right. a movie soundtrack. I, I think I looked it up. It's been, like, 17 years since a movie soundtrack was nominated for a... A Grammy? A Grammy. Well, I think cool. it might have been the Titanic. Don't quote me on that. Keep Number going. eight. <laughs> Kurt Vile, Bottle It In. Who got you this uh, album for Christmas? Mr. Uh, Mr. Passaro over here. Thank you for the Bottle It In vinyl. Really solid record. I saw him at Brooklyn Steel. Great guitar work. A few, a few weeks, maybe a month ago. And he had a different guitar every single song. And like most of the time, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, that stresses me. This fucking like, guy like, changed yeah. his guitar. Perfect. Like I was like, that's awesome. Those guitars are beautiful, and you make them sing. This. So, Kurt, you're, you're killing it. That's cool. Yeah. He's the kind of guy who like writes the song on the guitar, just so you know. Like, just like, damn. Um, right another cool, cool thing I'm gonna add into my list today: uh, President or ex-President Barack Obama, former President, former President Barack Obama released his favorite books, movies, and songs of the year. So whenever there's a link between me and the President, ex- former President, I'm gonna say it. So on. Barack Obama's list, he said, One Trick Ponies by Kurt Vile was one of his favorite songs of the year. That's really cool. So, ma- yeah. I knew I awesome. fucked with that guy. Mad, <laughs> mad props. Mad I, I props. I didn't need any more validation, but that's just a nice... It gets that's better. That's just a good reminder of it gets what's better. lost in America. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you our know. current 45 is listening to Kurt Vile. I'm going to go out a little bit. But we're not no. going to talk about politics on the show. This is Fuck not that. a political no, no, no. podcast. I'm not that. trying to go anywhere with that. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. Number seven, the internet. I was listening to this today. Yeah, the internet. I've been digging them for like three or four years. Um, it's like a a funk, soul, hip-hop influence group. Um, definitely check out their new album. Um, the first track, Come Down, it's or Come Together. Is fucking uh, it, it grooves it, it really hits So It slaps It slaps I love saying it slaps It about slaps. slaps Slaps is such a great word Right on Number six Yeah Comes after seven Unknown Mortal Orchestra Sex and Food Honey Bee's my Number one song of the year Yep I would agree That's That's something I want to say earlier I will say this about unknown. I did not listen to that whole record Same Cause it gets a little crazy And I just couldn't get Through some of it So I stopped but that song and the video, and the video that song slaps awesome. I yeah. can say without a doubt in my mind if you put an unknown metal orchestra song on in front of me I'm probably gonna like it like for sure they mm-hmm. they just have this very unique sound and direction that it's like I like they're just one of those bands where it's like oh we're doing this and it's like cool I'm gonna follow like I, I, I'm just there yeah Ruben the, the lead singer writer has like such a Amazing, like creative direction with his music. Yeah, I want to like, see them live. Besides the fact that they're all great musicians, yeah. And he got rid never, of the drummer and the keyboardist on this album and replaced them with two just as good drummer and keyboardists. He he never writes the same record. It's always something a little different. Yeah. Which I think dope. he lost his keyboardist to the Jack White band, so he's he's probably making some good money. I don't so, think so. Good for him. He has over a million followers on Spotify. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely listen to the Unknown Mortal Orchestra album. Listen to it like two or three times because like there yeah, there'll be like a grower. yeah. I'm still I gotta work. On There's it. gonna be like two or three songs that stand out, and then like three or four that like are slow burners that like you learn to love. But it's 
It's beautiful. Number five, Pusha T. Coming in under 30 minutes. Pusha T. I I was uh, produced by Kanye West, and the album cover was Whitney Houston's Bathroom. There was a lot of controversy when it first came out, but I believe Pusha T. Oh, Joe needs another beer. Get him a beer. Yeah, let me get him a beer. Yeah. Um, Where was I? Oh, yeah, Pusha T. Good job. You were better than Travis Scott this year. I what said it. What was the name it. of that record, man? Daytona. All right. Moving Pond. Number four. A uh, New York local. Local uh, to Flushing, Queens. Action Bronson. White Bronco. I knew this album was up there for you. I'm White shocked Bronco. it comes in. I'm shocked it, it comes really in. It really impressed me. I loved this album. Yeah. After hating it. Well, no. After not liking it upon first listen, I came full circle. And yeah, it's it's up there for me. Yeah, too. I came. You're telling me I should check this record out? Dude, 100%. We're going to put it on the second that we stop taping this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All we, right. We will. It's, right. it's, it, it's, it slaps. It, it slaps. As the, as the kids are saying. It does. It, okay. I don't think it has any club hits like he's previously no. had. But what it is, it's the ultimate relaxed album, rap album. Like it is, it is the Sunday morning pancakes of rap albums. I love because like it has to be about food with action. Uh, yes, it always is about food. And okay, first of all, like Sunday is a sacred day. Sunday is the day that you can tell everybody to go fuck themselves while you do whatever the fuck you want. You want to you want to sit in bed and do nothing and watch TV? Great. You want to go on a run? Fantastic. Good for you. You want to go to brunch and get fucked up with your friends? Good for you. You want to do all your laundry? Again, good for you. Sunday is the day that you can double middle fingers everybody and say, I'm going to do me, or you yeah, can go out and yeah. do a Sunday fun day. And this is a Sunday Joe album. Joe tried to get me on this podcast on Sunday, and I'm like, Fuck you. To be fair, Joe and I have an affinity Fuck for you. recording on Sunday because we did a Sunday night. Radio I'm like show. Sundays for me, bitch. I'm chilling with my girlfriend, having sex, and smoking weed. Fuck your podcast. Over. You can put that on the pod. Yeah, probably going to put that on the pod. <laughs> um, Sorry about that. It's one love. One love. One, one love. love. One love. <laughs> Moving on. Um, I think I think we should start selling T-shirts that say Sundays for me. I like love it. Brickhouse podcast. Sunday we have to give him like eighty percent. Yeah, I'd fucking, I'd rock it. That's his quote. We can't like plagiarize him. Well, I'm going. To. Oh, is that a that someone's? You just said it. Like you said it. It's ago. your shit. We can't that's take your shit. Quote. That's his quote. That's what he was saying. But you said it. I just paraphrased. You did a good job. You done good. All right. What's your next one, kid? <laughs> <laughs> what were we on? Three. Uh, you just did the action one. Action. Lights, camera. Number three, Parquet Courts, Wide Awake. That that album, when I heard that song, Wide Awake, like, it the made drums. me... Yeah, the whole, it's it's percussion. But, yeah, like, percussion. yeah, it's it's so infectious. Like, when I hear it, I think of, like, old Liquid Liquid, like, ESG. Like, ESG. old Yeah, old Talking Heads. Like, there's just so much amazing, like, art punk influence, percussive influence, New York influence. It's... Definitely check it out. Like I wasn't always a huge arcade course fan. I respected them. I liked like the songs that I would hear from them, and I was like, "Oh, they're cool." Yeah, they're cool. And that record came. I was like, "It wow. was very accessible." Like so, great job, arcade courts. Yep. I almost record. put you at the number one spot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Great record. Number two, our girl from Melbourne, Australia, Courtney Barnett. Tell me how you really feel. Not a bad song in the album. Charity is a top top song of the year for me. In the top three, at least. Um, also, who came in at one? President Obama said 
Need a Little Time is one of his favorite songs of the year. Wow. Serious? Another reason to love. Are you Mis- yes, hundred percent. Another reason to love, right Mr. Now. Obama. Am I allowed to curse on this? <laughs> yeah, you can say. Oh, you can say bad cursor, words. But sometimes I gotta all right. First of all, bomb. first of all, we've been recording for like thirty-seven minutes, and you've you've definitely dropped multiple curse words already. <laughs> and the fact that like it took you till now just killed me. Like I'm dead on the floor, rolling around, like multiple stab wounds, bleeding out, kidney failure. Before I say my number one, it's all good. Before no, you're not. Don't apologize. One, um, one of my other top songs that President Obama loved was Leon Bridges' Bad, Bad News, filmed not too far from here at the East New York train station. East New York, very close to here. Very, yeah. <laughs> very, like, yeah. very close. You know what? I really got to listen to that record. East, it's solid. It's East New really York, good. The East yeah. New York train station is the sketchiest place I've ever been in my entire life. It's um, fairly sketchy. I've been in sketchier spots. Top three. It's pretty sketchy, though. Especially at night. I go there pretty often. Just to <laughs> hang out? So if you want to find us, if you want to <laughs> rob us, guys. East New York, baby. Yeah, that's where that's where to get us. East New York, baby. Um, he also liked Kevin Kevin's Heart uh, by J. Cole, which was in my honorable mentions. From KOD? Yeah. Very good album. Definitely listen to it. Three other honorable mentions was the Gucci Mane album, Evil Genius. Yeah. Did a great job with it. One of my favorite songs was uh, the Wake Up the Sky track with Bruno Mars. This uh, rapper by the name of No Name, her album Room 25. You've heard that before? Yeah, someone's telling me that. Oh, it's really good. It's really solid. Someone's telling me that. I listened <laughs> to it the other day. And I think she's coming to New York like next month. Ooh. And I'm thinking about going. Ooh. Yeah. Um, no name. I'd go. And my last honorable mention, there was plenty that got cut, but... Um, if you do a compilation, oh wow! You're not going to say it. You're not going to say the one I thought you were going to say. Wow! What did you think I was going to say? Say what you were going to say first. And I I'll will tell say you what wrong. I'm going to say. Okay, here we go. Synthwave and post-punk from Spain, 1980 to 1986. La contra ola. Mm. I thought you were going to say public practice. I know. I'm, I'm assuming that's on your list. It's, yeah, it's on my yeah, list. Yeah. So this compilation is like. People described it as like, a, like a, like attack of synth sounds against the wall, and like not all of it is great, but some of it's amazing. So like, so it's great. you're gonna yeah, it's great. You're gonna hear some things that you're like, wow, that's like I've never heard anything like that before. I'm in for that. Yeah, it's, I'm here for it's that. It's really cool because it's like it's like their first exposure to electronic. Wow. All right, so I'm gonna go now. I didn't do number one. Oh, you didn't do number one. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. You had put me on number one. Number one is. A band we saw at Williamsburg a few months ago. I ran up and stole the set list. Or acquired the set list. Stole the set list. Stole the set list at the end of the show. Shame from South London. The album was uh, Songs of Praise. and I don't know. You Check out um, their, sh- uh, their set on Juan's Basement. Juan's Basement? Yeah. I've seen it at least 50 times. It's It it's, takes a lot for me to like get like riled up from a band because like a lot of shit sounds the same but like this band like they just have this this like fierce energy that like it like makes you feel like like pissed and like happy and they're they're really good check it out let me say this from from being at that show with joe um an energy i never thought i'd really feel at a concert before like it was 50% 50% punk, like, let's mosh around and crowd surf and almost beat the shit out of each other. And 50% let's sit in the back and just fucking 
take this in and like just like vibe to it. It was it was just a very interesting mix of who was at the show. And it was a it was awesome. I guess I have to go now. The honor is yours. Okay. All right. So I don't have like a big top 10 list and mine is more top 40 than anything, but here's some albums that I really really liked this year. I'm going to start with Action Bronson because I probably listen to Prince Charming at least once, maybe twice a day off that album. It's it's just got this very I don't know, it's Queen's rap, you know? Like Queen's rap tends to have that like I can just hang out to this and this is going to inspire me to be creative in the background and like I I can honestly say that I've put on Action's album and then done creative shit for pods or coming up with ideas for other things. Like if it's in the background inspiring me for to do ideas, that's the that's my number one type of favorite music. I don't skate like I used to and like there was music I used to put on when I skated mm-hmm. and like that's an important music to me right now, but Something that's going to inspire me to go create is like the most important thing, which is why my next album is is uh, an artist I've written blogs to. I've done a lot of stuff too, and that's Logic. It's from my hometown, so Bobby Tarantino too had a combination of like really chill stuff to also shit that you could bang at like like that house party where we're getting kegs and stuff. And they started the album with a minute and a half skit done by the guys from Rick, Rick and Morty. And they're, like, cursing in it. And they're, like, breaking down, like, wow. wait, are we going to listen to, like, mixtape logic? Are we going to listen to album logic? And, like, Rick's like, no, I want to listen to that, like, ATL, like, banger shit. It's all, like, the first track on the album isn't it isn't music. It's just Rick and Morty talking about logic music. That's pretty cool. It's That's funny. fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> and then my next one is, honestly, like, I have to put this up there. I listened to it again today, and it, I was really, really impressed with his progression as an artist. And I was v- like, I think he's like, uh, for me, the first artist that we've been alive for that is deceased. That like was really like fuck. I remember the first time where I was when I listened to that, and all the times after that, and that's Mac Miller. Like losing Mac hurt me a little bit because I can't tell you how many papers I wrote in college, how many of parties I went to in college. Mowing the fucking lawn in high parties. school. A lot of parties. A lot of parties. A lot of parties. parties. But swimming got nominated for a Grammy. He has ta- he's become more of the just I party and smoke weed and drink beers and to more of like you know talking about his mental state of mental health and just oh he's opened up and became more of a a little bit more than just playing. more mature yeah more yeah. mature artist and to lose him to a drug overdose this year I, I generally felt hurt the direction that alternative rap is going because he's not just going out there and doing the same thing that every other rapper is doing. He's kind of taking a more, I mean, he's a very skilled musician. He was producing a lot of his own stuff. Like there was a lot of originality to his stuff. And this new album is very, very good. It flowed really well together. Again, not an album kind of like actions. Like I said earlier, like just chill rap. And you can see that in his NPR tiny desk performance mm-hmm. yeah, yeah which is very good very good um kidsy ghost which was again from the kanye production from over the 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 summer this was i thought it was a really cool production between kanye and kid cuddy kanye producing the music and cuddy kind of doing the vocals and, and it was a little bit of a cross between like rock and reggae like or rap and reggae like there was a rock element to it um i would still consider it hip-hop but it's like a little r&b going on yeah yeah, it was it was very it was very creative. It was short, um, not something I'd want to listen to every day personally. But again, we talked about vibe music. Like, there's a certain vibe for for Kidsy Ghost, and 
again, I, I thought it had like a really cool message. Um, Anderson Pox album, which I only found out about Anderson Pox about six weeks ago. Oxnard fucking bangs like that. <laughs> that slaps slaps. Like if there if there is one album that it was like the DJ at the club, everything everything fried. And they they handed me the ox and ox and said keep the vibe going. I'm literally just gonna put on the latest Anderson Pac album and let things go, like it's that good. His whole catalog is delicious. That's a good word. That's a really good word. Um, Tasty. I really liked Astro World, like by Travis Scott. Um, and we were talking about this before. It's like a 16 track album, but there's like three tracks to every track. There was so much going on in the whole album. Which was a lot to take in, and it took me... I don't think I've actually sat down and listened to it track one to, to the end. I've listened to it in, like, phases, but there were some really, really good songs. Songs we're going to be hearing for a long time on that. Um, and then some honorable mentions, K.O.D. by J. Cole. Um, Soccer Mommy was on my list. I like the Beach House album. That had, really? Yeah. You like the Beach House? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It had this really, like, trippy, like, psychedelic... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still haven't listened to it. I started listening to it today, and I just... There's some really good tracks on it. You dig it? Yeah, it was good. It uh, had it. I heard the song Drunk in LA. That's, That's a good song. Lemon Glow is really good. But I got to revisit it. Yeah. I fucking love that, man. You guys also had Courtney Barnett on your list. I had Shame on my list after seeing them. The Sidekicks. And then the band, are my band to watch in 2019 is, is Public Practice. Joe and I have seen them twice. If they start writing more music, they get the right production public practice yeah, yeah. public practice yeah so this they're, they're brooklyn based they're, band they're they bro- opened up for shame and a bodega and then they played with ice age and uh show me the body yeah okay <laughs> yeah okay female were, female lead singer female bassist damn. male guitarist male drummer the lead singer kind of has like a patty smith uh who's debbie harry yeah vibe okay. yeah. but she has this ability to just capture the audience. Like she captured you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, she has they got a chick bassist. They have a a guy playing guitar. Super hipster. That screams into his, his guitar pickup. So you hear his screams through the amp. Yeah, it's it's sick. They they have All right. they I have gotta check them out. A really cool sound. They're they just check re- them out live if you have the, the opportunity. Yeah. They yeah, played yeah. the black cat. I think they're going on a uh, um European tour. Yep. And and but they're also they they do stuff in the East Coast a lot. If you're in like the New York DC Philly area, like you'll have no problem checking them out. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean they just I think they just did their first like LP, so maybe maybe seeing how that goes, I'd love to get them on the pod to kind of talk about how things came together and like some random would you rathers. Come drink PBR. Yeah, and hang out with us. We, I need to get... There's no way we can tape this. We need more chairs. PBR. I mean, that's generally my life goal, is to have my life sponsored by PBR. Yeah? Yeah. That was some music I liked. I want to just rip through a couple TV shows I really like this year. Good Place Season 2 on NBC. Highly recommend. Also taking place in the Parks and Rec um, world. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. Uh, Narcos Mexico, which is about how like the Mexican cartels became like a thing. I really like that. It was good. Big Mouth season two. Big Mouth season two might might have been my my favorite TV series of the of the year. I watched it in one weekend. It's uh, the Nick Kroll and um, John Mulaney TV show, and it's animated and it's about puberty. It's hilarious. My apologies, I don't watch TV. I know. Uh, I've been watching a bit of TV this year. Yeah, I just binged this show called Get Shorty. Oh yeah, it's on Epics. Oh yeah, Ray Romano. I fuck this with Ray. Irish dude. 
you guys definitely know him. But uh, I forget his name. Louis C.K.? No. Hell no. But yeah, really great series. Uh, highly recommended. Get uh, Shorty. The Deuce, which is on HBO. So good. Uh, with uh, James Franco playing two, two uh, twin brothers. Second season, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Really good. She's really sick in it. Yes, she acts very well. There's going to be one last season. I know. And, yeah. and Method Man's in it, too. Method yeah. Man plays a pimp. Method Man's nice. actually pretty dope. Yeah, he's got yeah. like a really cool, unique character. Yeah, he's good. Um, the Deuce is on HBO. Westworld season two was good. That was on HBO as well. Um, I like Disenchantment, which was a new Netflix show. I think it was written by The Simpsons. It's by, Matt, by Matt Croning. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a fairy tale themed animated show where like the princess is just like the biggest degenerate, like doesn't want to like get married, doesn't want to settle down, she just wants to party, and like and then she's got like this this uh, evil like shadow that's like convincing her to do the bad like she's kind of got like an angel and a devil on her shoulder at all times in the show and they're really it's it's a really funny watch i again watched like the entire thing in one weekend because it was it was funny and i got through it quick um and i loved the new the new season and the final season of american vandal on netflix american vandal yeah the what first season is that they, the first season they did was the one with the kid. Uh, so American Vandal the, is like a mockumentary on like a murder, uh, a murder mystery documentary, except it's about a prank. Season one was about um, 47 dicks being spray painted on cars in a part on a school on a high school parking lot. And the second season was the whole season was about that. That was investigating. Yeah. Someone it, put laxatives in, it, what? It, in a bunch of things. They put laxatives in. In lemonade in lemonade, and then they put laxatives in like cupcakes, and then yeah. like they like there was a lot of shit incidents that yeah that weren't <laughs> um yeah it was it was really funny, but they can't it Netflix canceled funny. it Net- they canceled it yeah they did cancel it, but I liked it I thought it was really good um, <laughs> and I think I'm gonna jump to uh, the big screen here before we kind of wrap things up. I think there was one movie all of us liked the most this year. Mid nineties, I'd say Black Klansman. Really, I didn't get. To, I wanted to see Black Klansman. Was good. It's my favorite movie this year. Yeah, yeah. I really, sure. I really like Bad Times at the El Royale too. I didn't see that movie. Uh, soundtrack ripped too. Hmm. Uh, it was uh, set in the sixties. Very, very good. Ton of Motown. Really, I really enjoyed it. Mid nineties uh, was my second favorite. Movie. Mid, yeah, <laughs> mid nineties was. But that movie was uh, Black Klansman was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to hold up for a long time. Mid-90s is going to hold up. I don't mean it like that. It's just, I f- it has more impact. Interesting. Yeah. I only got the movies twice this year. We're going to work on that. Yeah. You should work on that, man. I know. Movies are sick. I know. Movies are the best. I saw a mid-90s movie, and I saw The Green Book. Which I wanted to see. Very good movie. And Wait, I think both of those guys... I didn't see that one. It's with the uh, the classical black pianist... That's going through the South in the nineteen like sixties. Oh yeah, it's, yes, with yes, the yes. very stereotypical Bronx Italian guy, who was in The Witness in like the eighties with Harrison Ford, and he was also in Lord of the Rings. Mm. Um, we have waxed a lot about mid nineties in this podcast, um, and I'm okay with that. But I just want to say that so Spotify put out that like this is what you listen to the most of this year, and I only started paying for Spotify in like November. My my most listened to song on Spotify this year was Liquid Swords by Jizza and it's one hundred percent because of Jonah Hill and mid nineties. The soundtrack was top tier. Slapped. 
could not have been more appropriate and it was so tasteful and I don't know. I grew up in like the early two thousands. Like I didn't even so did experience we. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you have a little glitter on your face. I usually have a little glitter on my face. Let's <laughs> no one can see us right now. Don't worry about it. Yeah, this is Coming a this, later. this is an audio. <laughs> this is an audio medium. <laughs> can, can you hear the, the glitter? Time? Anyways, yeah, Method Man is filming us through the. That wall. movie was just that'd be dope, actually. <laughs> Mid nineties just slapped. Yeah, I don't know. It was a good, it was a film. It was a film. It wasn't like a movie. It was a film. There's probably no difference between that, but <laughs> it just you know what I mean. It sounds good it out of your mouth. It was more of like a feeling than like. A movie with a full it was plot. The, it was like, a timepiece Yeah, movie. it was a timepiece film. Yes. Yep. I don't know. That's why I just think, like, Black Klansman's my favorite movie. Yeah. it was, like, movie. A movie. Yeah. I, I, I fuck with that. That's a... I don't know. I, I get where That's you're going. That's just how I think about it. No, I get that. I, I understand where you're going. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow our Instagram... Uh, at Brickhouse Pod. Yeah, we went long on this one. Joe just like squinted over at the computer and was like, "How long have we been doing this?" But I, we have more content. We do have. We'll save it. What else do we have? What else do you want to we'll talk? Save about? it. What it's do, been an hour. Yeah, we're yeah. We this, I mean, things to do and things to drink. I'm so, mainly things. I'm to so drink. glad for having the opportunity to talk on this podcast. Thanks for being the first guest. You're you're signing us out. You didn't even thank our, our lovely contestant. No, I'm thanking you guys. I oh. was still getting there. Oh. I wasn't done. I know what I'm doing. I'm not as drunk as you are. I had one and a half beers. I've had... Anyways, hit me up with a... Fun- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Where can we follow you on, on IG, Twitter? Hit what? me up. I'm Trash Pup. Quality Instagram game, too, let me say. He dropped the mic. <laughs> that was that was the mic being dropped. Thank you for listening to the year-end podcast, and thank you, Joe Trash Pup, JoJo, for being on the show show. Yeah, no, thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at BrickHousePod. No, no C. B-R-I-K-H-O-U-S-E. Pod. One word. Yeah. And look out for the playlist on Spotify. It's going to be massive. This one's going to be like 10 hours. Uh, we'll condense it down to like nine and a half. <laughs> nah, fuck it. Let's go for 11. Okay. Um, follow me on Instagram at Andrew Passaro. And, um, and stay tuned for the next episode where we talk about ducks, horses, and raining on the bus.